With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Saturday crunch time, Adrian Prashenko, Scotty Sattler and Jules in for Sugarcane today. Hillstorm, Hillary, good afternoon to you, dear friend. Arvo, Jules and co. Belza, that's Craig Bellamy, boys. We'll stay more. There's a better nickname than Yowie. You can't call him Bellamy E, I suppose. We'll stay more for the young fellas coming through, making them the best they can be on and off the field. He's going to make a decision on Monday, apparently. He said, I'm sick of thinking about it. What did you say as well that, that other things had come into play that had complicated matters? Something really cryptic that he said, which, well, you know, well, I, think I, think, to... I think it. I think it's based on what's going to happen with Jason Rolls, possibly. I think if he has to go another year, Rolls comes off at the end of 24. It's a really good, easy transition. Mm. Rolls has been involved at the high end for a number of years when he was at the Storm, and then he went to English rugby with Eddie Jones. He's come yep. back to the Roosters. Uh, he knows what, what the Storm is about, being under Bellamy. I think if Bellamy was a step away, does Mark Brenton will become the coach, the man that sits alongside him. He's been involved in the system for a while. Bellamy stays as coaching director and just oversees Mark Bell- uh, Mark Brenton into the, into the role. Um, either He's- way, they don't do anything... They don't do anything shorthand, Melbourne Storm. You know, a lot of not a lot of due diligence goes into every decision they make. It's interesting how Jason Rolls has become the new Cameron Seraldo mm-hmm. or the new Craig Fitzgibbon, where he's the next big thing in coaching, and he now has his pick of whatever club he wants. So yeah. I can tell you now that he wouldn't even think about joining the Dragons unless it was for an extended tenure, like a five-year five year contract. Deal. Yeah, he would he would want nothing less, and that's sort of the the benchmark now that Seraldo. Yeah. That's that's what it took for him to go to the Bulldogs and the Tigers were prepared to offer him that as well. But yeah, like it's, it's a really interesting one. Like it's, if you, if you go to the Dragons, you think, well, the, the only way is up, but they're literally almost, you know, in spoon contention at the moment. Whereas if he goes to the storm, he's batting after Bradman, a team that like, you know, if, if he Correct. does well there, everyone's yep. saying, well, that's because of all of the systems and processes that Bellamy's got in place and because of the roster that's there. But yeah, it's a good good headache to have, isn't it? Mm. I'd see a lot of upside to going to the Dragons. A lot of green shoots, some gun juniors, proud club. If you take them back to glory, I mean, you are a legend. You've, right? you've, got, to, you've got to be a coach that has a heavy, especially if you're a club that's struggling. If you've got all these great pathway programs and you've got these really good kids coming through, one, you've got to be able to, you've got to, be able to lock them down and harness them, continue to improve, continuous improvement in those pathway programs, and... You've got to have a head coach that has a genuine interest in the juniors. In your part. A lot of head coaches don't get heavily involved in that, but you've got to have a coach. Michael Maguire was, is, is really big on pathways, for example. He, he has a lot to do with what's coming through and potentially being the future of, of the NRL of that, that squad. The, the interesting thing with the Dragons is it's not just the appointment of the head coach, but everything that goes around it. So at the moment, they haven't got a head of football. Mm. So if you've got oh, someone I there... I find that absolutely bewildering. But if, you, but if yeah. you're a rookie coach like Jason Rolls is, you want to coach. That has to be... You know, you don't want to be dealing 24-7 with player managers and media or whatever else. You want a strong head of football like a Frank Panisi or a Peter Parr or someone like that, a Phil Gould, who will take all of that focus away so that you can coach the, the team and nothing else. 
Also, it's interesting with the Dragons. They've got a lot of players who are either off contract or about to be. I actually think that's a positive in the coach can say, okay, I'm ready to make a call on these guys. I reckon this is the future, X, Y, Z. I want this guy, but not that one. And they don't even really have a head of recruitment as it stands. I know Ben Harron does a, a, a bit of stuff there and he's a, he's a good operator, but there's so many pl- gaps that need to be plugged that if I'm the head coach, I want to know or even have some say in the people that I work around me, the assistants, before I stick my head into that furnace. What about our dear friend Joel Kane? This is his tweet. Gut feeling dragons win today. And he says, pile on welcomes, but only valid before kickoff. Game 300 for Ben Hunt. <laughs> only twice this year have they been outscored in tries. Cowboys win v Roosters included two fluky tries and that form line hardly standing up. Now, I reckon, Sat, some people would say, I can't believe Joel Kane has the temerity to make such a bold prediction. <laughs> the goal. The goal, the, the audacity. Goal, the audacity. Yeah. But he has. But he's a little bit different, isn't he? That's what we love him. Yeah. We love him. He look, likes to think outside the square. Um, who are they playing today? They've got the well, Cowboys that- up in... Up in Townsville. Now, beware of spending the whole week in Townsville. We did this in, two, yeah, we we did this in 2000, okay? We played the Warriors on a Saturday night. Great win. And we're going really well in 2000 at Panthers. So we fly back to Brisbane. All our luggage has gone to Townsville already. So we get the plane from town, uh, Brisbane to Townsville. Sunday night, we check into the McCure, which is right next to a Sizzler. Okay, so the club says... From Wednesday onwards, we're playing Saturday night. We'll look after your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But up until Wednesday or Thursday, you've got to look after yourself. Be grown, grown men. Look after your breakfast, look after your lunch, That's look after your mistake. dinner. <laughs> so every lunch we went to Sizzler. The Sunday night we arrived, we went to a toga party. You did not. <laughs> at the Mad Cow, yeah. The Monday night we went to a poker night at Bullwinkles. And then we went to a, all the ribs you can eat on a Tuesday night. So we we're, were travelling really well. I think we are in the top four. And we scored in the first two minutes, Matty Rodwell against the last place Cowboys. And we're, how good is this going to be? We've had the best week. <laughs> we have, we've hardly trained. <laughs> and we're going to win this by 30 and have another great night at Mad Cow. And the plane flies out at 11.45 tomorrow. We get to sleep in. We end up getting beaten 32-6 or something. So beware what you wish for, Dragons, Thanks, when you go yes. there for the whole well, week. Well, I think that Anthony Griffin's uh, motives are very different. He, I think he figured that if he's, uh, if he's in, in Townsville and he decided to stay on after Magic Round, mm. it makes it a lot harder to sack him after five consecutive losses. So, look, it's I actually feel sorry for him. And it's a big occasion for Ben Hunt. It's his 300th. And yeah. he's obviously been the biggest advocate for, for Anthony Griffin. Now, when before Ben Hunt re-signed, he asked the club, he said, I want a clause in my contract that says if anything happens to the coach that I can go. And the club, um, and it was a prudent move, said, no, we're not going to be doing that. Mm. But that talks a little bit about the bond. So, you know, I spoke to Ben Hunt's manager recently. He went on the record and said, look, he's committed. You know, we'll, we'll let the process play out. But there's going to be a lot of speculation about what he does next if Griffin doesn't survive the next few weeks. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Hi, Fabian. Yeah, how you doing, guys? Um, look, thanks for the opportunity. Uh, look, my question's based around Hook, the Dragons coach, and I listen to a lot of uh, TV shows and commentary around on the radio, and, and the general consensus is that he, he's taking all the wax because he's the head coach and that's the responsibility you have to have. Um, so I guess my question around him, he's obviously not a dud coach. I couldn't imagine anyone becomes an NRL coach uh, being a dud. They would have been caught out throughout the pathway at some stage. But I also believe different coaches sometimes match up to different stages of where a team is at, if they're development or if they're set to win the title, etc. 
So where do you see Hook would match up to a current team or group of teams that would actually match up to his coaching style and philosophies and strengths and weaknesses? Could he walk straight into the Panthers and, and match up really well there and continue to get the results? Or is he better out the back end of a new group of players? Or do you ultimately think he doesn't match up anywhere because he just doesn't have the skill sets to, to fit in? Because some coaches, I think, could go up and down. Uh, but I just wonder where his his skill sets sit. Because if he was coaching every single NRL team, one's winning and one's losing. So he doesn't mean he's coaching one better and one worse. A lot of it's dictated by talent. But do you see where he could fit into a team if that opportunity ever arose and matches what he does well? Uh, oh, yeah, it's a really good question. Really good question. I think he's at the perfect club. Funnily enough, and but I think he's going to run out of time. The excuse, the example I'm going to use is Roy Simmons. Roy Simmons is a really good development coach, hard worker, trained you really hard, but bought young players in the first grade. Anthony Griffin is a tremendous developer of talent. Like I've always, I've always waxed lyrical about Anthony Griffin. He's a tremendous man. He's a very good development coach, bringing young players in the first grade. And he's at the, the, the club that he's introduced a lot of those young players in the first grade. Roy Simmons did the same thing through 2001, 2000, 2001. Luke Lewis, Luke Rooney, Trent Waterhouses, all these young players, Steve Turner, all these young players were coming in the first grade and he ran out of time. They bring in John Lang and Jan, John Lang takes a team that finishes last, wins the comp in two years. Okay. And on grand final night, he said, and this is, what the, this is how humble he is, John Lange. He said, I need to thank Roy Simmons. He's the man that put this team together. And I think Anthony Griffin is at the right club to introduce young players to first grade. And unfortunately, success hasn't come with it. But he may run out of time. And, and the Dragons, with those young players that may get, they'll get 40, 50, 60 first grade games under their belt. Yeah. And they, they'll start playing finals footy. And sometimes it's the road that they've travelled and who's who's allowed them to, to travel that road as well. And I think that may be Anthony Griffin. So, Good, sorry. We'll just get to a break. We'll come back to that. Uh, thank you, Fabian. 0457 736 736. Crunch time for Before You Dig Australia. And Azito powering DIYers all day, every day at Bunnings.